River City Community Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.rivercitychicago.com. We have come once again to the time of the year where we celebrate. So let our hearts fill with heart and let's clap and rejoice. Morning, River City. Have a little different uh, layout this morning. Um, you know, a lot of people are traveling, so we pray for traveling mercies for everyone. Well, I would like to um, talk to you briefly on the season. All right, I'm going to read from uh, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. If you would stand, as is our custom here, as we read the Word of God. All right, it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. Verse 6, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I, too, may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in the dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the reading of God's word. You may be seated. Um, so just want to reflect on this, this season uh, of giving and the perfect gift. Uh, the perfect gift. So when we, when we think about a gift and, and as we give, um, we try to we try to give in a way that will be pleasing to that person that we're giving to. Um, so some of the things that or three of the things that uh, determine a perfect gift, um, one that reflects the person who gave it. So when when a gift is given, you you think about um, this is something that represents the relationship that I have from this person. So a part of me I'm giving to you through this item or whatever it may be. The second part is reflect uh, on the knowledge of the one who is receiving it. So when we give a gift, we think about who we're giving to, and we think about, oh, 
what would they like? Or, oh, this, is, this, is, this will fit their personality or this is something they will enjoy. So the gift also reflects the person that's receiving it. And thirdly, it's of a nature and a quality that will hold its value as time goes on. So something that um, you can look at and remember um, the, the meaning behind what you got. And, and also it doesn't, it doesn't diminish over time. It, it actually increases in value because of the memories that are attached to it. And then also maybe the usefulness of it, something that is, you can utilize over and over again. Um, this time, this, this season of giving, and we celebrate each other by shopping and boxing and rapping, and uh, we think about what that person may like. Um, but the gifts sometimes don't come uh, ex- exactly how we expect it. Sometimes we, we have an anticipation for something, and we think we're getting it, and then it doesn't look like we thought it should look or was supposed to look. And unfortunately, sometimes we place the value in a thing based on how it looks, right? And we don't, amen, amen, I got one. <laughs> so I'm thinking about it back years ago when, um, when I got a gift. Uh, so back in the day, some of you all, most of you all probably remember, uh, we used to shop by catalog. Anybody remember shopping by catalog? You got the Sears and Roebuck, you got Montgomery Wards, you got JCPenney. So with this big, thick, two, three-inch catalog would come in the mail. And you couldn't wait until the Christmas season because you knew that oh, now the Christmas gifts are in here. So you could flip through and you would circle the pages that you liked, the things of the items that you wanted, and you would make your list off of that thing, off of that and so you would spend hours looking through, oh, I want this, oh, yeah, and you read about it, and oh, yeah, okay, it's perfect. And you write it down, and then you hand your gift to, or your list to your parents, and, and then you wait in anticipation of getting what you wrote down. <laughs> uh, so I remember one year I wanted a radio, a stereo, a stereo system. So I looked up the exact one-on-one, I think it was in the Sears Roebuck uh, catalog, and it was a Sony stereo. It was like 500 watts. It had a turntable. had a dual cassette. Everything was kind of digital looking. And I was just like, man, this is it. It's the color that I wanted. So I was, every day, you know, thinking about Christmas. I'm going to get this stereo that I've been waiting on. And so uh, Christmas comes, and uh, I get a stereo. I'm excited. And I look at it, and it's not Sony. It's Radio Shack. <laughs> it's a Radio Shack stereo. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to be excited about it. I'm really not, but I started looking at it. It doesn't look quite the way I wanted it to look. It, it didn't have that, that look that said it was valuable, was worth something. It was Radio Shack. You would go to Radio Shack for incidental things and things that didn't last too long, mostly. Um, but this Radio Shack radio, or stereo, it had the turntable. It had the dual cassette player. It had the little EQ. It didn't look like I wanted it to, but it had everything that I wanted. Right. Um, so, And it was only... Uh, maybe 125 watts or 200 watts. It wasn't 500. And my dad was like, you don't need 500 watts. <laughs> this, is, this is more than enough. 
uh, it had the, the big uh, speakers. It had these two big old speakers, uh, like, what, 12, 15-inch speakers. And um, so you can only turn it up so much in the house, you know, before things started to rumble. But when I got to, you know, using the stereo, I mean, it, it worked, and it sounded great, even though it was Radio Shack. And I learned to really appreciate my stereo because I was able to do a lot of things with my stereo. I used to listen... And when he, when he bought the stereo, he also bought me two cassette tapes. I know the kids are like, what is a cassette tape? <laughs> it was our iPod back in the day. So we had cassette tapes. And um, so it was one, it was commissioned, and one, uh, the Winans. And there were two of my favorite groups that kind of got me into music and singing and whatnot. Um, but I remember I, re- I would play those. And when in, in those days... You couldn't just press a button and it would go back to where you wanted. You had to rewind. So you had to kick a button and you had to stop and you had to listen. Oh, I went too far. Go a little bit further. Oh, I went too far. So you had to, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a skill that you had to develop to get to the part you wanted. But there was a, uh, the song, and I remember um, on, the, on the tape. So we had the, the A side and he had the B side. <laughs> and so I, I took. The tape, there was uh, the song, and then there was uh, um, uh, the interlude or reprise at the end of the tape on the B side. And I wanted the two because I would have to listen, and then I'll have to fast forward to the other side, flip it over to get to the reprise. And so I, what I figured out to do, I took a blank tape, I put it on the other side because I had dual cassettes, right? So I put one tape here and I played it and I recorded on this tape. And then I flipped it over, and I stopped this tape, and then I got to the reprise, and then I hit record, and I played. So I was able to put the two together. So I had an extended length song. So back in the day, I was an engineer, and y'all didn't even know, right? So I was an engineer then, but so I, I really enjoyed this stereo. And it was, I enjoyed it so much that now I had uh, two microphone or two, um, a headphone and two microphone inputs. But I didn't have a microphone. I only had headphones. So what I used to do is I would plug my headphone into the microphone jack and sing into my headphones along with the song. So I was singing with the group, so I was, yeah, jamming. It worked, surprisingly. But uh, so I enjoyed this gift because it, it gave me what I needed. And I, it didn't look the way I wanted, but it served my pur- the purpose that I, that I had, right? And the same thing with our gifts today when we talk about Christ. Christ was given to us, and it's the perfect gift. He's a perfect gift. One, he reflects the giver. He reflects who God is. He reflects the nature of God and the image of God and his likeness. Two, he meets the need of the person who is receiving it. Even when we didn't realize we needed something, God already knew what we needed, what we were lacking. And in the gift that he gave us, he wrapped all that up into this child that would save the world. We were in need of uh, redemption. We were in need of unconditional love. We were in need of um, salvation. And that's what we got in this perfect gift that he gave us. And three, it adds value and increases in value. Jesus never Goes, grows old. He never uh, falls apart. He never uh, diminishes, even though his body was broken, but his presence, his spirit is everlasting, and it continues to give the same thing that we need, and, and, and it enriches our lives. 
daily, but only if we can identify and we can understand the gift that he was wrapped up in this child, this being so fragile, this beautiful little baby. But the, the potential that it represented, the beauty and the love that this gift represented was more than we could ever imagine. The perfect gift, Jesus, in the form of a, a, a human child. But we didn't know all that he represented for us. And so I just want to challenge us today to always identify the, the beauty in what we receive, even though it may not look exactly how we want it to look. It might not um, be the color that we want. It might not be the size that we want. It may not be anything that we desire physically, but it can be everything that we actually need. And we celebrate Christ because of that on this day. So I want to invite the worship team back up as we continue in our outline of our service, reflecting on the gift of God. We pray that God will help us understand the things that we get tomorrow as we open up our gifts and we celebrate one another as we give and we've thought about what we want to get the person that we love and appreciate and are in relationship with. Let's remember that when we open those gifts, it means so much more than what it looks like. Baby boy was not of all creation. 
Mary, did you know that your baby boy would someday rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? The sleeping child you're holding is the great I